chapter 4 again. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 17 we looked at this morning. Herein is our love made perfect or mature or accomplished was intended for that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as He is, we're becoming like Christ in love. Then verse 18 19 that we want to look at tonight. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love Him because He first loved us. God purposes that His children, that we as followers of Him, should have confidence in His love and should not have fear. A number of years ago, it's a lot more years than I care to remember, but a number of years ago there was a popular statement you'd see it plastered on bumper stickers and I don't even know what company had it originated. If it was, you'd see it on windows that just said, no fear. How many of you ever remember seeing that, alright? Does anybody remember what company, was it a company? That was it, okay. And I always kind of got a, a joke out of it because no fear. Yeah, tell me that. Let me get you a grizzly bear in front of you and tell me you don't have fear, you know. Or some madman with a gun pointed at you and tell you you don't have fear. I mean, that can be wishful thinking. And um, we, we tend to sometimes live in a fantasy world in that regard. But when God says here... There is no fear in love. Now, there's uh, some different ways that you can look at it. And, and without going into a lot of detail, you know, fear is something that God uses, um, something that can come into our life when we step out of line with the Lord. It's an awareness it can be that, that things aren't right. But fear can also be such that it imprisons us. There's all kinds of phobias and, and the fear of fear itself and so on. But he's tying this in with this whole aspect of love. And he said, when in, in the whole context of 1 John here, he's saying we ought to love one another. And in loving one another, our love is come to fruition, come to maturity. It accomplishes what, what God wants it to. Then we can have boldness before the Lord. And he says, uh, when we genuinely love and when we understand love, there is no fear in that. When I know someone genuinely loves me, I am not filled with fear. See, and, and this is a, a delicate balance. We are to fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. 
But when we come to fully understand the love of God, there is no fear in that. It doesn't mean we take a cavalier attitude toward God, but when you understand the genuine love of God, the self we mentioned this morning, the self-sacrificing, caring commitment that shows itself by seeking the highest good of the one love, when we really come to understand the greatness of God's love, we're in less than a month, we'll be celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And with that is the crucifixion of Christ, which is a bold statement of His love. But when we fully begin to grasp, and this side of heaven will not fully grasp it, but when we, when we come to the point where how much God loves us begins to impact our life, there is no fear in that. The psalmist really grasped this. Throughout the psalms, um, he mentioned over and over again that the Lord is my light, for example, in Psalm 27, and my salvation whom shall I fear? In Psalm 23, he said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. And he understands God really does love me just as I am. He loved me while I was yet a sinner and showed His love toward me. As a sinner, Romans chapter 5 says. And throughout the Scriptures, he reminds us again, if we fully begin to understand the love of God, it is not something that makes us run away from God. It is something that makes us run to God. The principle that love does away with fear is true on the human plane. In a normal situation, children who have the assurance of their parents' love do not fear them. In the sense, they can run to daddy, they can run to mommy, they don't have fear. Unless, of course... We've done something wrong, then we run away from daddy and mommy, okay? And in a normal situation, when, when a, for example, when a wife knows that her lo husband loves her with an unconditional love, she is not afraid of him. Love banishes fear. When, as we've said, when we know that God loves us and, and come to grips with that. We no longer fear God, fear the future, fear death, fear eternity, fear the judgment. But if we do not know the love of God, then there is fear. 
Now, when I know someone genuinely loves me, I am not filled with fear. Secondly, when I genuinely love someone, I will not cause fear. There is no fear in love. I will not cause fear. Fear can be the opposite of love. Love gives, fear protects. Love moves toward others, but fear moves away from others. Fear is afraid of loss. Love is concerned with giving. Love does not cower in fear. Love does not live a defensive life, always avoiding and never risking. So when I say, when I genuinely love someone, I will not cause fear. I will not manipulate. I will not intimidate. I will not threaten because I am willing to have a self-sacrificing love that is concerned about their best interest. It's not about me. And so, when I love someone, it no longer makes them, and they learn to understand that, it no longer makes them look, what are they in this for? Why are they doing this? I am not manipulating them. I am not trying to work them. I'm not trying to get something out of them. It's a self doing what is best for the one love. Self-sacrificingly doing what is best for the one love. So, if you come to realize this person genuinely loves me and is willing to sacrifice themselves to do what is best for me, that removes fear. Now, there is no fear in love but perfect love casteth out fear. Love does not flourish in a performance-based relationship. When love is conditional, love dies. God does not love you because you read your Bible every day this last week. God loves you, period. God does not love you because you've done anything. God unconditionally loves you. But when love is based on a performance, love dies. If, if as a parent, you tell your kids, I love you, only when they do something good that pleases you, you're giving them the impression that your love is conditional. Every time you discipline your ch children, you ought to be saying to them, and you ought to wrap it up with a prayer, and wrap it up with saying, I want you to know that I love you. That there's nothing you can do that can stop me from loving you. And that ought to be true. In, in a marriage, love will not flourish 
if there's all these tests. If you do this and do this and do this, then I'll love you. Now, see, we may not spell those out. Some people may spell them out. But we can get these expectations. Oh, you didn't do that, so I'm not going to love you. That kind of love, if you please, brings fear. How are they going to respond to me? Have I been good enough to get their love? Mature love, love like Christ loves, casts out fear. That no matter what, um, I am making a commitment to you no matter what. That I'm going to love you till the end. Um, mentioned in the announcements, there's several wedding showers and a baby shower coming up. And um, the four weddings that we have coming up, I've been thinking about these. And, and I'm getting excited about it because this is four different times. I told Marilyn, I said, these are four different times that we can reinforce the truths about marriage. And, and in marriage, it's saying, I love you for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and health, wrinkles and weight, losing your mind or gaining your mind or whatever, period. That casts out fear. Are you going to be here? What happens if I I lose my mind? I'm well on my way there. Thought somebody would say amen on that one, alright? But that unwavering, mature love that says, I am committed to you till death parts us. That builds love. It casts out fear. And this is what he's saying. Mature love casts out fear. Now, it doesn't give us the right to go do whatever we want. But I I want us to understand it's so easy for us to, even with our relationship with God, to get it into a performance thing. God, I'm trying to do these things and these things. And you know what? You can do nothing to make God love you more. God can't love you more than He already does. And that ought to make us say, Praise the Lord! God loves me. The older I get, the more I come to realize some of the most important truths are the simple truths that we learned as children. And somebody wrote a book, I think. All the things I need to know I learned in kindergarten. Well, all the things you need to know you probably learned in the nursery. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Whether you feel it or not, it's true. Right there. If we would come to grips with that, that would do away with fear. Mature love casts out fear. 
And it's not a love that is based on our performance. See, this again. This again is a basis for eternal security. And let me go on and hasten to add point number four. Love does not lead to a permission to sin. Love leads to a performance. Oh, because God loves me unconditionally, I can go do whatever I want. No, because God loves me unconditionally, I want to honor Him. I want to bless Him. I want to show Him and reflect His love to others by showing His character and His nature. When we genuinely know the love of God, we will want to live to please Him. My security eternally will lead to performance, if you please. It will lead to obedience out of love. Not because, oh, I better do this. Because if I don't, something will happen. Because I love God, I have the privilege to walk with Him. Because God loves me. And that's why He says, and we'll go on later and look at it, we love Him because He first loved us. Because God loves me, I love Him. And it's every one of us ought to be praying, God, help me to know the depths of Your love. Paul prayed for the believers that they would know the depths of the love of God. Because when we know the love of God, Mature love casts out fear. And then we'll know how to love someone else. Not not causing fear. Nope, you didn't do that, so I don't love you. And I'm going to withhold something from you. And I'm going to keep back something from you. Or I'm going to punish you. No, that's not love. That's self-centered desires. And love does not flourish in a performance-based situation. But understanding love leads, and I don't know if performance is the right word, but I couldn't think of a better word, but it leads to commitment. It leads to obedience. It leads to reciprocation of the love that we have received. And God designed marriages to reflect the love that God has for us. So it begins with unconditional love, and then it's reciprocated with joyful response. We love Him because He first loved us. So, tonight, think about it. What is it that causes fear in my life? And how is it related to me knowing the love of God and knowing how much God loves me? I mean, think about it. As we said, we alluded to a few passages. The psalmist said, even if I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I know you love me. The love of God. And then think about the relationships 
that you are in? Do, do you cause fear? Do you cause insecurity by making it a performance? You have to come up. I'm holding the standard here. If you don't come up to that, or no, I am committed to love you, period. As God so loved me. And that kind of love casts out fear. Heavenly Father, I pray that You would help us to know the love of You. And I pray that You would help us to reflect the love of You. I pray for every marriage here tonight that we would reflect the love of You one to another. I pray for every family here that we would know the love of You, the mature love that fulfills what You designed us to and grows in that design, and that our homes would be places of security because of Your love for us and our love for You and our love one for another. Lord, we live in a very insecure and fluid society, very much a throwaway society. Well, I'll throw away this relationship and try to find something else. Lord, I pray that You would teach us to love as You love. And in so doing, that we would find that there is peace in Your ways. We praise You in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen. Let's